0: Welcome to the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast. In this podcast, you can expect to be inspired and equipped to ditch diets, eat well, and let your light shine. Every time you listen, you can expect practical tips straight from the Word of God that are going to get you on the road to food freedom today gooey bites of deliciousness that will make you shimmy in your seat because you know that God is speaking directly to you. Are you ready? All right, grab a fork. Let's dive in. In this episode, we're going to talk about the three reasons why you can't stick to a diet and the three reasons why it feels like you just can't stop eating. I've been there whether you've been on one diet or 100, you are familiar with what I like to call diet tolerance. When you first start out on your first diet, you may have a fresh and exciting perspective of hope and your ability to change. But with each subsequent diet, your ability to stick to it becomes less and less and less, and you become less tolerant of the restrictions and the unrealistic expectations. And that brings us to the first reason why you can't stick to a diet and when it feels like you just can't stop eating is our unrealistic expectations. Diets expect us to change overnight, to go from A to Z. And as human beings, we don't change in sweeps, we change in stages. It takes time for us to learn new habits and new ways of thinking and moving and acting. Just as if you wouldn't expect yourself to learn how to play the piano overnight or to learn a new hobby or to be able to quilt like a professional, it's going to take you time to adapt to this new way of living. Diets say that you need to be able to do it all and all tomorrow, which happens to be Monday, by the way, right? (laughs) So those unrealistic expectations set you up for failure right up from the start. The second reason why you can't stick to a diet and why it feels like you just can't stop eating are the inflexible perspective of diets. As I mentioned previously, diets expect us to change everything and the end result looks very much like a pattern. Things fit into a box. However, it makes no adaptations for your daily life, your available time, energy, and resources. Can you work out for an hour a day? Do you want to avoid carbs for the rest of your life? These inflexibilities allow you to get stuck in what we call all or nothing thinking. If you can't do it the way it's written in the book, then clearly you're a failure and you may as well give up altogether. And this can lead to what feels like an addiction cycle. I frequently have women reach out to me um, stating that they are addicted to carbs and sugar. And while these particular foods do have a very, hyper palatable aspect to them right they're really good and they're things that we could eat more and more of a lot of the addiction feelings live in this inflexible perspective and this all or nothing thinking for example if i were to be going on a new diet tomorrow that limited any food right this could be brownies or broccoli. (laughs) If it's going to limit a certain type of food, I'm going to have an urgency to eat that particular food today. And it makes sense whether you have a dieting history or not. If you know that something's not going to be available again, you'll go ahead and make your efforts to have it while you can. And so I would go ahead and have that food and there would be an immense amount of guilt because I knew I wasn't supposed to be eating it right? And that guilt is answered by sort of throwing caution to the wind and eating more and more and more because tomorrow, definitely tomorrow, we are not going to eat any. And the next day plays around. Maybe the afternoon rolls by. You've been good, quote unquote, all morning. And then you get a little bit of a weak moment. You're tired. Baby's crying or the kids got home from school or work has been super stressful and you go for just one bite of something that you know is not on plan. You have that one bite and it tastes really good and you know you shouldn't be eating it. So you vow that tomorrow, yes, tomorrow will be the day that the self-control fairy shows up and everything will be better. And so you do as any logical person would do. You eat as much of it as you can today for tomorrow, you will be unable to eat it. And that is where it feels a lot like an addiction. It feels like I just cannot stop eating no matter what I do. And the problem is, not necessarily the food. The problem is the way that we're thinking about the food and the way that we're threatening it for it to go away. The way we're labeling it as bad and something that we shouldn't be doing, and that keeps us moving. And so the second reason why you can't stick to a diet, this inflexible perspective, does not allow for foods that you want to enjoy on a regular basis. All right, so the third reason why you can't stick to a diet and why it seems like your eating is out of control are because your goals are too shallow. Now, I'm not calling you shallow. I'm saying that you actually are a very deep, introspective person, but you have shallow goals. And those shallow goals, they're really not that motivating to you. You see, as a Christian, we know where our true value lives. We know that the call upon our life is to glorify God in all that we do. Yes, we want to be healthy. Yes, we want to be comfortable in our own skin, but nowhere in the Bible does it say that we need to be a size six. This is a worldly value and it's no wonder that hmm, when faced with the idea of eating a brownie or not, or having not seen uh, progress on the scale, we throw those goals away because they're not really that important to us. But when you reach deeper and when you connect to the deeper goals within your heart and in your spirit, that is motivation that lasts. And it's motivation that's going to allow you to stick to the plan ahead, regardless of this all or nothing thinking, right? When our goal is to glorify God, one bite that is taken off, you know, plan is not a big deal. We simply get back on track and focus on glorifying Him throughout the rest of the day. God keeps a short record of wrongs, and when our focus is, and our goals are deeper and more meaningful, so can we. We can sweep our struggles under the rug of His grace and keep continuing to make choices that will empower us and energize us to serve His greater purpose. So it feels like you can't stop eating and you can't stick to your diet. Consider if you are dealing with unrealistic expectations like this doesn't even fit into your life, right? It's not possible for you to change that quickly today. Um, If you're dealing with an inflexible perspective, there's no room for anything. It's all or nothing in or out that is gonna set you up for some failure. And the third thing is that maybe your goals are a little too shallow, and you need something deeper that really speaks to your spirit that motivates you day in and day out, regardless of what that scale says. Because when you bring the Lord into every area of your life, well, it changes everything. Oh, and P.S. If you're looking for an additional resource to help you get rid of those negative thoughts that lead to overeating, I've got the best resource for you. It's the 15 Tips from the Bible to Overcome Overeating Bible Study. It's five days, it's simple, it's word-based, and it will transform the way you see overeating. And the link is in the description below. Well, it certainly was lovely to spend some time with you, sis. I hope that you're enjoying a taste of food freedom. Now, if you're looking for more of an entree, I'd love to officially invite you to my platinum program. It's a six month deep dive start to finish program that is going to immerse you in God's word and God's plan for food freedom. You can find out more at gracefulplate.com forward slash platinum. And while you're there, be sure to get on the waiting list. It is the most fun, most practical, most productive time you'll probably ever spend on a waiting list. Be sure to check it out. I'll see you there.